I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome back to the It's All Cobblers to Me preview show. And we're back in League One. I'm Danny Brothers and I'm here with a very excited Charles Cummins to look ahead to the start of the season. How are you, Charles? I am celebrating already. I've got a Good. beer. I've got some nuts. Uh, and uh, we've got a very special guest to start the Dude, season off with. Yes, we have. Yes. After oh, the excitement mounts. It, it absolutely does. After that epic promotion uh, back in May, it feels like ages ago, Cobblers fans, you and me included, Charles, on the edge of our seats, glued to phones, social media, glued to our fax machines, waiting for it to come through. The fixture list, 9am, 22nd of June. Which League One giant were we going to get? We're going to find out which new face we're going to see on our preview show. Would it be a fallen giant like Derby or Charlton? Is it going to be that blue lot from down the road? Would it be Bradford? Oh, no. Sorry, Bradford. No, it won't be you. 9am uh, came. <laughs> The, the page is refreshed, and it was Stevenage. Oh, all right. <laughs> Welcome back to the preview show, Matt Farley. How are you doing, mate? <laughs> Fellas, it's great to see you again. And, and, and do you know what? I didn't think I would see you this early. So uh, oh. <laughs> I, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing with it, boys. You know me. You know me. Yeah, we do. Well, when them pictures were released for you, it must have been the same for you. You must have been like, oh, bloody, I've just been to Northampton. I don't want Northampton away. I want I want a derby. I want a big team. I want, you know, how were you feeling when them fixtures came out? Do you know what? It's a typical Matt Farley thing to say what I'm going to say right now. So, honestly, I, you know, I, I remember the day really well. I had the morning off work. I was really excited because, you know, League One for us is just absurd. You know, we don't normally get to get to see a promotion. So, it was, it was a massive day for us. And, and look, don't get me wrong. You're right. You look out for the big ones, don't you? So, you know, a couple of minutes before you're thinking who we're going to get in the, the fixtures for League One. And then they come out and Northampton away. I was like, oh, my God. Like, as if we've, we've hit each other in the opening game. But do you know what? In a footballing sense, I was over the moon. Because I was thinking, do you know what? Two newly promoted sides kicking off League One. It'd be a cracker. And uh, I think for both of us teams, you'd probably look at it and go, oh, we can get a win there. So, um, yeah, look, I, I was over the moon with it. And do you know what? The fixtures along with yourselves, I, I've got to be honest, I think... A lot of people have said this. Again, a few of our fans are frustrated that we got you and I think vice versa with you getting us. But around that fixture, I'm looking at the fixture now, we have got a fantastic fixture list. Some of the, the games that have fallen on certain days and our Easter schedule and Christmas schedule, we've got an amazing fixture list. So um, I, I was over the moon and again, I just had to pinch myself seeing our Steven, it's next to the League One emblem. It was uh, it was pretty surreal that day. Yeah, See, I, I I took a bit of stick on Twitter because uh, you know I I run the podcast Twitter account as as you both know, and I put out there exactly what we've said, which which is oh it's Stevenage. That's a bit of a letdown, and it's no. I didn't mean any disrespect to Stevenage <laughs> or their fans. I just meant we've just played each other for the last two seasons. You know, it, we, as Danny alluded to, we wanted a new 
you know, club, a new team yeah. to face off that we've not faced for a couple of years. And I never once sort of thought to myself that, oh, Stevenage fans will be, you know, thinking that we were a great side to face on the opening day. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. not o- not only were you probably thinking to yourselves, oh, bloody hell, Northampton, feeling the same thing as me. But also, you've got the fact that it's an away game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's even worse in a way because your first game is away from home and it's against a team that came up with you last season. So, I, yeah, I, I, you know, to all those Stevenage fans who I'm sure are now listening, uh, I don't apologise. If anything, <laughs> I just simply say this. I run my Twitter feed for Northampton fans. If you're looking at what we're saying, that's your problem, not mine. But <laughs> yeah. I, I completely get where you're coming from. We both had exactly the same thought, at, at, you know, at nine 9.06 or whatever it was when eventually we opened it up and and saw that it was Stevenage at, at you know, six fields on the first day. It, it wasn't the most, yay, we're in League One fixture. <laughs> but I think, I, and I think what you were trying to allude to, Matt, is that essentially for both of us, we see it as a winnable game to start the season, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and that's it. If, in my mind, I was I was over the moon. I thought, oh, you know, um, playing a team that you know, just come up with us means it's a winnable game. Again, vice versa for you. Uh, and yeah, as well, I know a few people might go, oh, God, but it's local. It's up the road. We're not travelling to the, you know, back end of nowhere. It means a lot of our fans can come to the opener, which if it was all the way up in Carlisle, probably, you know, everyone wouldn't be able to do it. So I think in that sense, it's great. Um, I mean, it hasn't stopped me and the boys booking a, a night out in Northampton. I will throw that in there. That's, uh, <laughs> that is, yeah, yeah, that is happening this Friday. So we're going up and celebrating oh, no. our, our Barra kicking off League One. But, um, but yeah, no, that's what I'm everyone. Oh, these floors are sticky. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah, know where you're going? Where you're going to? Wait, where you're gonna? Like uh, the choice. Oh, don't of don't announce nightlife. it, Matt. You'll get you'll get flooded by fans. <laughs> they'll, all, they'll all be like, "Oh, we've heard so much about Matt Matt Farley and how happy he is." Let's oh, go and see him. It. You should see when no. I've had a few drinks. I go even more happier, which I think is ridiculous. <laughs> that is a ridiculous statement in itself. Pretty sure I saw a video of you on Twitter this morning. Something was it an, an England game or something like that? There's a, oh. a TikTok gone around that's uh, been released. You are just like, yeah, shout out to the Stevenage massive. I just want to take this time to talk about Stevenage as if you ever have anything else to say. Do you know what? So that I can I couldn't believe that. So that was. Two years ago, when England played Croatia in the Euros, so you remember when it was COVID? Well, it, we were out of uh, lockdown, but like not everyone could go to the game. And luckily, I got a I got a ticket, so I went along. And this, I just remember this uh, this lady just pointed at me and went, "You, you are perfect. Come over here." And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> so I went over. And I had yeah, a- who told her to talk all your perfect? Crikey, that's just <laughs> <Yeah. crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, I just want to do a quick, quick, like a uh, quick interview. I do like a YouTube channel and well, she does bits and bobs on telly and stuff. I'm like, yeah, sure. So I'm doing it and oh, I was a bit bored. So I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to plug the football club. Right. No, bless her. Bless her. I was like, I'm just going to plug the football club. So that's why I kind of stopped conversation. And when I look, can I just send a message? I went, yeah, sure. And I just went, right, this is the moment. Get it on. I mean, needless to say, that season was absolutely pants after. So it had no effect whatsoever. But but no, it's been circling today, I see. So uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Stuff. Especially the, the whole thing of like, Stephen is we're going to win the league. It was brilliant. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it was, that, it was that's just Neil, Neil levels coming of himself confidence. up in one, one TikTok video. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, coming back back to the fixtures, like I said, the first the first like month of the season. This is obviously you got us first and all that. Um, Shrewsbury at home first is winnable, you'd say as well, based on their summer what they've done. The Steve Cottrell stuff has gone on. Cambridge away on a Tuesday night, great Tuesday night trip. That uh, like uh, again a club you struggled last season, and then you got two what you'd call bigger fish of the of the of the division to finish off August, Reading away, Portsmouth home. That's like you said, that's a cracking first month of the season for you to, to be coming back in league one and a Watford game in the Carabao cup thrown in for good measure. Yeah. Um, I've got to be honest with you. We're, we're, we're so happy with the fixtures because I think coming in, um, 
we looked at it and we thought, well, it's really important for us, as I think it is with, with you as well. It's really important to get a good start. You know, we're coming mm. into League One. Um, we've put together a, a, well, I say a new team. We've kept a lot of the originals, but we've got a lot of new players. Um, we've got a few players that haven't have never played League One football before, so it's really important to get a good start, settle them down. Um, and as we know with Steve Evans, when Steve Evans has a good start with a side, he normally goes on to to do generally well looking at the statistics. So it's really important. So yeah, those fixtures come out. We saw, obviously, we, we kick off League One uh, against yourselves away, Shrewsbury at home, uh, Cambridge away. Again, Cambridge didn't have a great season last season at all. They just about stayed up. So the start is really good for us. Um, I think when you look at it, I mean, I know, you know, we talk about Reading being a big, big one. They, they're going through some issues as well. So mm. um, when we actually look at our opening kind of six to seven weeks, really the two sides that we play that are probably going to be up there are Charlton and Portsmouth. So really the other, I mean, I'm looking at it now, that, that's, that's nine to 10 games. Really the other seven are winnable, I'd say, in, in terms of who we're playing. We play uh, Carlisle, we play Leighton Orient, we play Cheltenham. Uh, so really the, the, you know, the opening two months are really good for us the first time we hit a really big club isn't till october so um you know we're, we're really happy with the fixtures there's a there's a good opportunity for us to, to hopefully get some wins at the start get a bit of momentum settle the players down um and and kick on in league one really i i absolutely love the optimism i mean we know you Matt. we know that you are that <laughs> optimistic normally but i love it because you just know that football doesn't work like this so there's you probably sitting there going okay right how many games have you just reeled off there 10 let's say <laughs> yeah so you know out of 30 points what you've just sort of gone through there is gone well you know what in your optimistic mind, I'm thinking to myself, Matt's thinking to himself, if we get 27 points, that'd be amazing. I reckon we'll, we'll get 27 <laughs> points. It'd be brilliant. You won't. You'll probably get about nine. <laughs> not that that's not good. Don't get me wrong. But I just kind of think I, the way that you come across is always like, yeah, 30 out of 30. No bother. It'll be fine. <laughs> we'll by play. October. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. I absolutely love it. But uh, but I think that's what we're all like as football fans, mm. right? At the start of the yeah. season. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know, I know I'm a little bit older than you, Matt. So maybe the cynicism has begun and crept in with me. But... I wouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> I wouldn't have said you. But I get, I, you know, I kind of, I, I don't, you know, the fixture list comes out. We we play everybody twice. I'm not really... I, I get when you look at, like, right, where's the Boxing Day game? Where's the Easter weekend games? You know, those. I, I get. You want to know. And then, obviously, for us, we look at where uh, where where the posh are. But, yeah, I, I, I kind of think that everything else is just much of a muchness because un, until you get into the season, you don't really know what effect the run in terms of when the fixtures fall is going to have as an effect and an impact on your season. It's like towards the end of last season, you know, we sort of looked at our, you know, we ended up, didn't we, Danny, looking at the run-ins for like ourselves, Stevenage, Leighton Orient, and whoever else it was that was in the mix. And we all kind of went, I think we decided that Stevenage had the best run-in in terms of the teams that they were playing you know, in the in the final, you know, few games. Then we had the next best looking run in. But of course, at that point, you're judging it on where the people, where the teams are in the league table. So the table's already established by then. You already kind of know the hierarchy of who's good and who isn't. And that way you can, still not obviously, you know, written in stone or anything like that, that you're going to win the games that you think you're going to. But it, it's a little bit more easy to to sort of look at them there whereas right now it's a clean slate we don't know how things are going to be and how things are going to go so it's going to be just a little bit different but I love your optimism I just kind of <laughs> look at it and go I I haven't really looked beyond this game you know we've got Swansea away in the Carabao on the Tuesday I mean I don't even think we're going to put out a, a first team squad for that game so I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get absolutely hammered 
Um, and then it's Wigan away is our second second league game, um, which which is potentially tough. But I mean, I, I literally I just look at the fixtures and go right, which ones am I going to? That that's how I look at it. You're different, Matt, because you go home and away because <laughs> because you're young and free and don't have your eyes. <laughs> Before we started the pod, Matt, you you said you basically memorised the entire fixture list, right? Yeah, yeah, memorised. Yeah, memorised the whole lot. Do, do you know what? So it's really weird when the fixtures come out, right? I kind of scan it all, and how, how do I say it? So. Um, see me and the boys we, we book a few weekends up right so whenever stevenage play near a city or mainly a city we'll, we'll book a weekend up so we go through the fixtures and, and we book things up and we get it all sorted and then there might be some weekends that we book up a little bit later into the season so um i can somewhat gauge and the fixtures go in there so when someone calls out a date to me i know somewhat who we're playing basically <laughs> Nice. Let's have a quick test. But um, third of October. Oh, no, I knew you were going to do this. I knew it. I'm really nervous now. Third of October. It. Tuesday, third of October. If that's any help. That's Bolton. Bolton away. That's Bolton. I'm going to pick another one. Uh, December. <sighs> Hang 9th. on a minute. Hang on a minute. He's definitely looking at the fixture list. I can, <laughs> no, I can no. Help. Honestly, the fixture list. The fixture list is in the. I'm in the spare room, and the, the fixture list is in the other room. I promise. It's out there in that room over there. Oh, no, no, you can be on the spot. Right. Right. Go with 9th, the of Ninth of December. Uh, that is Burton away. Burton away. Love it. Let's try uh, 20th of January. Uh, that is... Oh, that surrounds Barnsley at home. That is... It's Barnsley at home, yeah, yeah. Barnsley at home, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. 12th of March. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not home, oh, God. Uh, 12th of March. Tuesday, 12th of March. Oh, that's Tuesday yeah. night. Uh, Peterborough away. Yeah, yeah, I'll go for one more. Uh, let's go 6th of April. Oh, extra away. Oh, that, that's just incredible. Bingo. Full house. I know them all. Like, honestly, I'm so excited to see Stevenage in League One. I know all the fix off the heart. Danny, nine, 19th of August. Uh, that's that blue lot, isn't it? Yeah, well, there you go, yeah. there you go. We've got one. Well We've got one. There we go. Move on. That's all I know. Move on. <laughs> yeah. One out of one. Yeah. And Boxing Day, Stevenage away. That's the only one. Because we just talked there about you go, Boxing um, Which, which um, what away day are you looking forward to the most in League One? Oh, God, there's a few. I mean, I, like, obviously, we're looking forward to Derby and, and, and Bolton, and all the big grounds. I mean, do, do you know what? I'm actually... Um, I'm actually really excited to, to see us play at Barnsley. Actually, we, we've got them. Uh, we've got them the day before Christmas Eve on the Saturday. Um, and I remember um, this was a couple of years ago. So at the season we were really bad in, uh, where Steve took us over at the end, start of that season. I had a. Um, I've got a friend up north who's a big Leeds fan, and his boy um, used to play for like the Rochdale Development Squad or something like that. And um, I had a day off work at the time and um, he said, oh, my brother Finn's playing like next to Barnsley's ground and they've got like a 3G behind the ground. So um, I said, oh, do you know what? Yeah, I'll come up and I'm doing nothing today. I'll come watch him play. So I drove up there. I think Barnsley at the time in the championship, I think I think they were actually uh, at the time mid-table. They started well, mid-table top championship. And I remember driving up, going down this old little estate, seeing the ground turning in. And I remember parking the car up and I had, I had about 20 minutes before the guys turn up. And um, I remember walking around it, looking at this stadium thinking, oh my God, I wonder if we'll ever uh, play one day. And, the, and I just thought FA Cup or something like that. And I swear, some of them had attacked me in the shoulder that in that moment and said, oh, you'll be back in two years for League One. I'd have been a bit like, what? <laughs> uh, considering how we've been um, for years. So I'm, I'm really excited to go there. Um, and me and, me and the chaps have, have got loads of weekends booked. We're looking forward to Exeter. That's one of my favourites because I love the place. Uh, yeah, we've, we've, we've booked that at the end of um, end of March. But again, vice versa, we're looking forward to going to Lincoln because we like going to Lincoln um, City. We like it up there. And there's so many. Even going to Wigan and seeing us play at Wigan, new grounds. Um, yeah, there's so many. But um, yeah, I would say those ones kind of stand out for us. You are the first person yes. I've ever heard say that they are looking forward to going to Wigan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, boys. I've, I've revised the car parking and all sorts. About that. 
<laughs> I love it. It's it's just such a different. We talked about this at the end of the last season. It's just just a different feeling going into League One and like League Two coming up this season. They've got all the money being thrown around in the world, like the Wrexhams, the the Notts Counties, the all the all that even Gillingham making a go for it. There's yeah. all the teams that missed out on the playoffs. There's the teams going down. We're pretty happy to be out of that. You must be just as happy for you as a club and I don't mean this in like a derogatory sense but a club the size of Stevenage to be above that kind of level where all that stuff's going on in League 2 you must be just loving lording it over that kind of the bigger in inverted commas clubs like your Bradfords and and all that kind of thing that's going on in League 2 you must be so happy to be out of that as well yeah look we are it's um again I think for us, it's still very surreal. Like, you know, we, we kick off in League One Saturday and, you know, the years that we've had at the club for, for a long time now. I mean, I, I say over the last, you know, four years, we've seen some really tough times at the club. It's probably a little bit further, to be honest with you. It's probably about eight to nine years, eight years, really, that we've seen um, some tough stuff happen at the club. And I think if someone would have asked me personally, would I see the club being in League One in less than 10 years? I think we all would have gone, no, probably not, because, you know, we've been down the bottom of League Two. And, you know, normally when you look at the history of the teams that get relegated in League Two, they flirt with the relegation places for a good few years and then they eventually go. Um, and that had happened to us too many times. I mean, we were technically relegated and got the reprieve. And then we spent two years lingering there. And you're thinking... The inevitable is going to be happen, going to happen at some point. We're probably going to get relegated to the national league. So, to have done a three sixty and to have got promoted, and now we're a League One team in a League One football club, it feels so good, and um, we're so excited for it. And to answer your question, yeah, it, it's great to be above uh, all of those big clubs in League Two. I just think for us, we're we're still finding it surreal that we're a League One team. And I think it will really, I think it will finally sink in when we play on Saturday, when that first ball gets kicked and it's like, wow, we're, we're playing League One football now. And then when we all go home and watch the, the EFL highlights, we're on the League One section this time. <laughs> rather, rather than waiting to half 10, uh, yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah. knackered from a long day. We're on at like 10 or quarter to 10. Do you know what I mean? So it's those little bits. It's, I even said to the lads, something as silly as this, it was seeing the kits with the League One badge on it. It was all those little things that, that make it worthwhile. So, yeah, look, it's it's absolutely surreal for us, sorry. And, and again, to see us above clubs like Bradford, I mean, it just makes it that little bit more sweeter, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, we're, we're over the moon. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back to talk about your summer afterwards in a few minutes. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back. Matt is still here. Charles is still here. Uh, Matt, uh, over the summer then, Steve Evans been... There was a small, I wouldn't say clear out, but there was a good amount of players left you um, either released or sort of Danny Rose got sold for a fee, <laughs> see, uh, to Grimsby. Yeah. Um, a couple of left on free transfers and stuff. But the players that you've brought in, A, most of them have the name Thompson. <laughs> you've brought in three <laughs> players that are called Thompson. And I think Incredible. another one was on trial, wasn't it, at some point? We were at a friendly right? We had Stanford away. And obviously the, the three Thompsons is ridiculous. I mean, I, I've never <laughs> known. By the way, I, 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 you know, I've been supporting the, the club for 20 years. I've watched football all my life. I've never known a team to have three 
Thompsons in it. It's just absurd. Mm. But uh, we did. We had Curtis Thompson from Wickham on trial. So we were standing there. <laughs> right. We were standing there. We were standing behind the dugout. And uh, we were playing the game. And he was playing. And I went to the lads. Do you know what? This is going to sound ridiculous. And they went, what? I went, I swear to God, that's Curtis Thompson. And they looked and they went, no, it can't be. It can't be another Thompson. So we Googled it and we were like, that is definitely Curtis Thompson. But, but he didn't make the cut, unfortunately. So we're uh, still stuck with the three, yeah. The three. Um, but what you brought in is really sort of, uh, what was the word? Sensible level transfers for League One. Like you've got so much experience in there. We, we laugh about the Thompsons, but Ben Thompson from Peterborough undisclosed free fee. Uh, Louis Louis Thompson Portsmouth been around the block. He knows what he's doing in League One as well. Um, Nathan Thompson again Peterborough been in the Championship in League One for a lot of the time. Um, and then you have got likes of Harry Anderson coming in from Bristol Rovers. Another solid signing for this level. It just seems to be a real sort of sensible level of signing that you're making in terms of the league that you're going into. Yeah, can I just say actually, it, it's been a fantastic summer for us. Uh, do you know what? I, again, I said to uh, a few chaps that run our podcast in the week. I said that it's probably, in terms of the quality of player we've brought, it's probably the best ever off-season in terms of recruitment I've ever seen at the club. Mm. Um, some of the players, I mean, I, I've only ever wanted to see, you know, us at Stevenage Football Club have players like Ben Thompson and Louis Thompson, you know, players of that quality. I'm used to seeing those players play the teams up the top of League One and playing in the championship. So I, I never thought we'd ever have players like that at, at our club at Stevenage. So, um, yeah, the, the recruitment's been great. I, I think a case of it is, and I, again, we've been saying this in the week, we've got promoted and I think Steve would have looked at it and he would have gone, right, well, look, we can come up with this promoted team and we could probably keep it and we could do all right in League One. But do we want to come up and be competitive and actually be a team that can win games and be competitive and you know possibly get into the mid-table? Mm. And I think what Steve's done brilliantly is he's upgraded the team. So um, obviously there's players there like Danny Rose that we'd have loved to have, have kept, of course. Gilby was another. Um, but actually, when we look at the players that we've brought in, it, it's a big upgrade. I mean, the, the, the three Thompsons, you know, Dan Butler's another. Dan Butler was playing championship football two years ago. I mean, mm. the, these players we recruited are, are top League One players. So that's what Steve has done really well. And now we're coming into the league. We've recruited loads of League One players who have played championship level with the original players that are good enough for the level. We're in now and we, we feel that we can be competitive because we've upgraded the team from, from that promotion team to a League One team that can do well at the level. So the, the, the off-season's been an been extremely um, important one and, and, and one that we've done really well um, in terms of the players that we've got. One of the concerns was a striker uh, because we've, um, we've kept Elliot List, Jamie Reid and Josh March, but we hadn't signed a striker. And then today we went and signed... Um, a lad who was at Accrington last season who's a decent player and doesn't have the greatest statistics, but he's six foot four. He'll suit our style. He's a good goal scorer went on, on any proven day, apparently. So we've now brought in a, a, a target man striker. So, yeah, we're, re we're ready to roll. We've, we've signed the players that, that we've got that are good enough. We've kept the core that we're good enough. And then, you know, we're in a really good opportunity to be competitive in League mm. One. This is this is Aaron Presley who signed today from Brentford. They've obviously got that real good reputation at Brentford for bringing through players based on all their statistics, all that kind of thing. They've they bought him. Through, I think they bought him through from Villa, I think originally. Um, so again, a club with a great reputation of uh, youth youth players. Um, like you said, he's had a couple of loans and, and signed on for you completely. I've personally never heard of him before, but he seems to have a good reputation. You've paid compensation for him. And um, yeah, it's, it seems like another one where you've actually been able to splash out some money on on a player. And I can probably only think of a couple of reasons why I signed for you, Presley. Um, one for the money, two for the show, I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah, and do you know, it's really funny you say that because one of our fans actually tweeted that earlier as well. Ah, did they? Ah, I thought I was yeah, going to... They beat you to it. They beat ah, you to it. <laughs> I thought you were going to look at me completely blankly like, what are you talking about? I read it. I read it. I'm so sorry. Ah, do you know, I even know the chat that it. did it as well. I saw ah, it, yeah. Ah, was it you? 
It wasn't, no. no I'm not, I'm not smart, <laughs> in, in the moment, I don't think I can come up with those uh, cheeky one-liners, but I did oh, like it. I thought it was class. Good. I'm going to get Charles to edit that just so it sounds like no one else has said it in the world. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> you should, you um, should. But... But like you have spent a little bit of money and disclosed, obviously Ben Thompson uh, and Dan Butler as well. I've heard somewhere that Steve Evans had some sort of kind of mid-table-ish budget for League One, which is a lot more than we're, we're coming into League with. Um, is that something that kind of raises your expectation level a little bit? Because I'm not sensing a lot from from you, some of the other fans as well, of thinking that it's going to be a relegation battle. It's more we're going to hold our own here and we're going to have a go at this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... Yeah, we found out that when we came into League One, so in the summer, that the budget was like top 12 or top 10. And we were a bit mm. like, what? It can't it can't be right. But apparently from the sponsorship that we had, from the uh, all the uh, the cut run, all the funds that we'd had come in, uh, that it just turns out that we had a big budget or, or a reasonably good budget for League One. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we'd been able to spend a bit of money. I mean, we paid uh, for Ben Thompson, obviously, uh, for Presley was signed. So it's been really nice having the budget. Um, and, yeah, I think coming into this, this season in League One, look, for us supporters, the main goal is get to 50 points, stay up, become a sustainable League One team. Because I think when you get promoted, you get promoted to that division, but you properly become a team in that league after the first season, I always think. I mean, mm. how many times do you see a team get promoted and then they go back the following year and you've never really... I know. I know. Do, do you know what? To make you feel better, I was actually going to use Forest Green as an example. But there you go. Um, yeah, using them as an example, they just went up, but then they've slipped back the trapdoor and they haven't really become a League One team. They've played in that season, but they haven't sustained. So I think for us, we, the goal for our club is now is to become a sustainable League One team. I think the chairman sees a world where we could possibly become a Shrewsbury or you know a Fleetwood that have stayed in League One for, for a lot of time. I think that's the goal. So I think for us supporters, that's the goal. I think for the team and the manager, it's the completely opposite end of the table. They want to be right up there competing. And actually, when we've looked at the team... Um, and we've seen the performances in the pre-season. I know that pre-season is just pre-season and it's completely different to kicking a football in the EFL. But when we look at the squad and we look at the players we've got, I think we're more than capable of getting in the mid-table, personally. I mean, look, we're going to have to keep people fit, but luckily we've signed a bit more cover, so you know we've got that depth in the team to do well in League One. I think, actually, we can definitely get a mid-table place. I think what we've got to do is we've got to make sure the home form's good. That's vital. Um, you know, that's bread and butter for us at, 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 the, uh, at the club in, in League One. Make sure the home form's good and nick those wins and draws away from home. Uh, we know that we're not going to win every game. League One's a different kettle of fish to League Two, so uh, we're going to have to really battle. There's going to be some games where we might lose by two or three against some of the bigger clubs away from home. I think we know that. But I think for the large part, we're going to be competitive and um, we're going to pick up a certain amount of points, which is going to see us in a, in a good position in the table. Um, but knowing the manager, and I've got him on our pod tomorrow, um, he'll say exactly the same thing. He wants to be right up the top competing for promotion because, you know, that's who he is. But I think for us supporters, we're happy with just getting a 50-point staying up. But realistically, I, I, I definitely think we can get into the mid-table with the new team that we've got for the division. Mm, that's really, really interesting. I think you've got a couple of things going for you. Um for yourselves a is the manager i think is so vital to you steve evans is he'll come in he'll bloody noses again he'll wind opposition fans up like he does he'll be right under their skin from the start starting with saturday i would have thought as well like even though you know him and john brady are reasonably on good terms i think he's steve evans says quite a lot of good things about us and and how we should have gone up a couple of seasons ago and things like that i think he's got always got reasonable words to say about us um but he's one of the reasons that i thought you would stay in that promotion mix last season i thought if you didn't have steve evans last season no chance you stay up in that top three. I think I, I kind of think similar now. Like if, I don't think he's going to go anywhere because he's not at the type of age or profile of manager where teams are going to come and poach him. But if he does, for whatever reason, leave you, I do start to worry that that starts to unravel a little bit. He's he's key to you, right? He is. And, and you hit the nail on the head. If it wasn't for him, we'd never be here. Uh, and to be honest with you, if he wasn't with us now then I don't know what would happen this season. You know, the guy is so experienced at the level. He's been a manager in League One. He's achieved success in League One, knows the level. 
Um, you know, I would say in terms of the league and 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 League One and League Two, League One included, um, that he's you know one of the most experienced managers in in the division. Uh, so. Yeah, look, he's absolutely vital to us. And and I agree, he, you know, Steve signed a contract to 2025, so he's here for another another two years. I think he'll see out the contract, actually, and then whatever he decides to do after he decides to do. I think with Steve, I think Steve kind of looked at us as an opportunity to end his career with and have success to, to go out and retire on. I think he saw our club... Um, as a as an opportunity actually to kind of make up for all the things that have happened to him in the past to go out on a high after all of that stuff he had at Gillingham be a success and then finish his contract and then maybe pass the the kind of managing hot seat maybe onto Alex Ravel who had a little stint with us in the past and and speaks very highly of Rev so maybe Rev will jump back in that hot seat in the future but yeah look if it wasn't for Steve we we wouldn't be in this position and again if it wasn't for Steve I'm not so sure we'd we'd be where we think we can get to in League One he's he's pivotal and and just I think the other thing as well and I said this on on our WhatsApp chat earlier of all the other uh, Borough fans and I said there's a couple of things that Steve does so well because he's so experienced in the league, especially in League One with the teams he's managed, he's got this kind of resource book where he can get players to come and play for him. And actually, when you look at Steve's recruitment um, over the... Well, just with us, really, Steve likes to bring players that he's managed before or he likes to bring players that he's tried to sign before but couldn't sign. So Mm. that's one thing he does. But the other thing he does is he massively improves players. Um, he gets a lot of sticks, Steve, and I can understand why, because there's been things happening in the past. But in terms of actually improving players, he's brilliant at that as well. I mean, I look at some of the players we've got now, Luther Wilding, Terence Van Kooten. I mean, Kane Smith is another. I mean, they've come on leaps and bounds over the last year. Jamie Reid. I mean, my God, mm. I, Jamie Reid. I remember when we first signed Jamie Reid and... He was. We didn't really know what, where he was going to go in his career, and Steve come in and has made him this goal scorer that scores in big games and big goals, and again, actually might be a starting player for us this season. So, you know, Steve. Steve is a kind of umbrella, um, really, for a load of things. You know, bringing players, improving players, and yeah, look, if it wasn't for Steve, I'm not sure I'd be so confident going into League One this season. But with him. I've got full confidence that that we're going to have a good season, a competitive season, and and we'll be hopefully a, a League One club probably next season. Yeah, I think what you get as well is if you do end up having a run of three or four defeats in a row, if it starts to get a little bit dicky down the bottom, he's exactly the man to bring you right back out of a slump. And he is. You don't see you being in a slump for that long. It just doesn't seem like he's that type of manager, especially with you. He's got that still got that underdog mentality, and I think as a lot of the clubs in League One no matter how hard they try, we'll see the name Stevenage and we'll think that's three points, won't they? And yeah, going to be surprised, I think, a lot of them. Yeah, most definitely. I think what Steve is so good at, uh, and it's going to be great to see it in League One because he's done it with teams in League One in the past, is mm. Steve knows what he wants. He knows he wants his 22-man squad. He does it with every team that he's managed. He knows how he's going to play because he's done it with every team that he's managed. And he tries to do it with players that he's either had before or, again, players that he's tried to sign. So I think what's great is we're coming into this league. We know how we're going to play. Uh, we know who's going to play. Um, we know all the kind of plan B and plan C's that we can play if, if it doesn't work against particular sides, which you probably might not do against your Boltons and your Derbys, who are you know top quality sides, should never be in League One. So I think that's the beauty of, of having Steve is... We know what we're going to do. We know how we're going to do it. And we're confident that we're going to do well because of that. So I think I think he's um, a full package, really. And and also to go along with your point, I agree with you. I think if we're finding it tough this season, he's the man to do it. And also, I think what Steve does so well as well, and I'm pretty sure everyone might agree, is he's a massive character on the touchline. And, you know, we're going to be <laughs> going... Really? Yeah, well, you know, it's stating the obvious, but the thing is, when we're... You know, you can get away with it in League Two, but, you know, we're going to be going and playing at Derby, Bolton, Barnsley. I mean, Derby have sold, I think it was 21,000 season tickets. I mean, you need to have characters on the touchline when you go and play at those massive grounds, big crowds who, you know, really, Derby's an ex-Premier League club, isn't it? So you, you need your characters like that on the touchline. And 
he brings that as well. So, yeah, look, I'm I'm over the moon he's with us in League One, and I'm really excited to see how he does with us in 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 the division this season. Yeah, I, I can see him just absolutely loving it, going to grounds like that and winding up again. He's he's gonna he's gonna have a lovely old time. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say, by the way, can you imagine all the Derby fans going, "Who is that in the Stevenage?" <laughs> can you imagine it when we played them on the seventeenth, and they're like. Is that their manager? Yeah, I could just see it already, honestly. <laughs> the best thing would have been, like, the only thing missing from this division this season is Leeds, right? <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been magic. It? Absolute although, magic. Although, surprisingly, when I uh, when I went to Ellen Road last season, they actually love him, oddly. <laughs> so, I, I remember turning up and I couldn't stop banging on about Stevenage the whole time I was there. And I remember... Uh, there was a, an ex-Leeds legend, Paul Reedy, who I think played for Leeds, might be the 1960s or 1970s or whenever it was. Um, he, I was speaking to him about it and the guys went, yeah, you do realise he's a Leeds legend. Like You haven't stopped biting his ear off about Stevenage and he's actually, and I was like, oh God, went up to him, said, said sorry to it. But all, all the guys I met from Leeds were like, oh, how's Steve doing? He did great for us. He just was never given the proper backing. And so oddly, they actually quite like him, which is, uh, <laughs> which is quite strange. But yeah. uh, maybe, maybe the, the blue lot from down the road will, won't take too highly of him either. But uh, that'd be Oh, fun. you know, you know, he's going to get plenty of booze away at Peterborough. <laughs> yeah, I, could, I could see that in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. Um, so pre season then, uh, four wins out of six, pretty good. I mean, I know wins and losses don't really matter that much in pre season. Last pre season's game, 4 0 win over Tottenham 11. I assume that's like a development squad of Tottenham as well. What have you seen in pre season so far that makes you confident, worried? What, what's going on in pre season? Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a bit of a breeze, really. It's gone so quick as well. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a great preseason for us, really. Uh, early couple of wins, we're scoring loads of goals, keeping clean sheets. Um, it's just been nice for you know the new players to get a bit of an understanding and build those relationships with the original players and the other new players. That's been really good. Um, we we had a we had a disastrous day actually at Stanford. Uh, we lost. It was our only loss of the preseason. We lost two one. And um, Steve had the team, I think he said he had the team running two days before the friendly and the players were knackered on game day. <laughs> we lost 2-1, right? And uh, um, we had a couple of players pull up with niggles. They'd been running all week and it was probably the wrong for him to, uh, thing for him to do to play the, uh, play the full 11 as he did. Uh, but around that, we got back to winning games. We beat, I'll tell you the game that was really good. We beat Ipswich at home, um, 2-1. Uh, it was the third weekend in July, and that was really good because Ipswich they had a game at Cambridge, and then they played us like 30 minutes after they'd finished at Cambridge. And what they did is they played, um, I think it was half the first team in the first half at Cambridge, and then when they played at us, their um, I think it was three quarters of their first team played pretty much the whole game. Um, so that was a that was a top level game. That was ball on the floor consistently, playing out from the back. We did it as well, which was quite surprising. It wasn't wasn't direct at all. We were playing loads of football, um, and then we played Tottenham eleven last week, won four 0 which was our last preparation match, and we were back to the old direct ball. So we, we, it was really weird because we'd signed all these really good ball players. So originally in the preseason, we were thinking, I wonder if we're going to play a bit more football. Maybe Steve thinks, you know, we've gone up a league, good level of football. We're going to have to play a bit more. And then when we played our last preseason game, the ball was in the air. So I think we're, we're, we're still under the mind that, uh, that we're going to be direct and playing the final third in league one. But yeah, preseason has been great. Um, scoring goals, keeping clean sheets. Uh, the players are fit. Uh, they went up to St. George's park where England train at the, um, home of the FA uh, the other day they spent two nights there this week uh, like fine tuning stuff for, for the opener on Saturday so yeah look, the, the team are raring to go we, we were speaking to a few of the players and, uh, before the game and on Saturday and they were just saying they just, they just want to kick off now they're fit uh, they've been through all the running and stuff. They're, they're match fit. They just just want to start playing League One football. So, yeah, look, we're ready to go. Um, we've had a couple of injuries, but we've only got one injury now. Elliot List is back, uh, fully fit and raring to go for Saturday. So, yeah, in a good place, ready to go. Good stuff. Uh, we're going to take another break. We'll come back and start looking well ahead and drilling into Saturday a little bit more. That's a break. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to part three of the preview show. Still here with Mark Farley from Stevenage. Charles, you're back. I am. I'm back. back. He disappeared, Hello. but he's back. <laughs> Run away. Back. But you can't keep me away from Matt Farley for too long. You can't. You can't. That's <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> um, so, Matt, uh, looking at your team, a couple of signings in goal this summer. Who starts, do you think, at six years? Uh, well, uh- yeah, so it'll be Tay Ashby Hammond in goal. Um, we signed Tay on a permanent. By the way, massive signing um, because Tay was absolutely brilliant last season. Got injured for the last six months of the season. We didn't see him again. So to get Tay on a permanent, uh, he's with us on a two-year contract now with a with a further extension deal. So that is just absolutely massive. Uh, and Tay's been great in the preseason. Been he's been more vocal as well. Uh, we've noticed with Tay, he's, his first year last year he seemed a bit more quiet, but in the preseason he's been screaming and shouting. And so yeah, Tay's been great. We, we expect Tay to start. Um, the way that we're going to shape up, it's going to be the exact same formation as last season. So it'll be the five-three-two, um, but. What we have been doing a lot with this team in the preseason is we've been trying other formations. We tried the four-three-three. We're trying to diamond. So there, there's going to be other formations that we can that we can use and adapt if need be. But it'll be a five-three-two. Um, it, it's a bit weird with us in a minute because Terence Van Kooten's picked up a little bit of a knock, so Terence won't be playing at the game. Uh, on Saturday and we've brought in a uh, really highly looked upon Man City defender actually a guy called Finley Burns who uh, mm. Pep Guardiola speaks quite highly of him seems like we've got a bit of a coup there apparently we fought off about seven other League One clubs for him so um, he's coming as cover he looks like a good player so it'll be um, Kane Smith at right wing back Luther Wilding will play in like the right centre-back role. Um, Nathan Thompson will play in the middle. Cracking player. League One Championship player. Uh, so experienced. Has achieved the promotion. He's, he's done it all in the level he'll play. Cole Pigiani will be to the left and Dan Butler will play at left wing-back. And then I reckon it will be uh, Louis Thompson, uh, again, League One Championship player in the holding role. He'll have Ben Thompson, another Thompson with him. <laughs> uh, I know, it's all the Thompsons, isn't it? Um, ben Thompson, again, League One Championship player, played for Millwall just a couple of years ago. He'll play. Uh, and then the other position, we're kind of unsure about because Jake Forster-Kasky, who's a player that we signed on a, a two-year deal, he's a League One level player, got such quality on the ball. Uh, but we've got Jordan Roberts, who's been just terrific. We've got Alex McDonald, who's actually been brilliant uh, in the preseason. So we're a little bit unsure who's going to start in that role. Uh, but I think we all know for a fact that the two strikers up top will be Aaron Presley, who we signed today. And I'd imagine playing next to Presley will be Elliot List, who is going to be a great player for us this season. He's absolutely made for League One. So, yeah, that, I think that'll be pretty much the team that we line up with uh, for the opener against yourselves on Saturday. There you go. Pass that on to John, Charles. <laughs> as line-up. Yeah. Just looking for your squad list on your website, Carl Piergiani, sponsored by David Gray. Is that the actual David Gray on it's not. We do right. take the mick out of him for that because, uh, yeah, I know, because I think someone, what was it? I think this was on Twitter recently and I think someone made a, made a trend of hashtag Babylon or something like that. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was going, and we were like, sorry, what, who's this that's sponsoring Carl Biagiani? But yeah, no, Dave, I know Dave, he does sponsor him, yeah. That's no, good stuff. Um, so in terms of like the whole season, 
for you then what you, you kind of touched on it earlier in terms of wanting to be mid-table but having a real go at it it's probably a good season to have a go at league one we've talked about this on our podcast as well to a good season to, to to go in and and ruffle some feathers and stuff which is what you'll do but what realistically it what constitutes a good season for you this season I think staying in the division, number one. I mean, I know I said it too earlier, Danny. Uh, you know, for us as supporters, get the 50 points, stay in the league, become a League One club properly, a sustainable League One team that can stay at the level. That's number one. Um, but I, I, do you know what? I'm, I'm really passionate about this team. Um, and I really believe that this team can can do a little bit better than that and, and can definitely get into the mid-table. Um, look, as positive as I am, I'd love to sit here and say we're going to win the league and deep down, I believe it. But, um, <laughs> but look, I, I'm realistic. It, it's a cracking division. And, and do you know what? I was doing my homework the um, couple of nights ago and I was going around all the teams and having a look at all the players. And I, and I just never realised some of the players that are going to be playing in this division this season. You've got mm. Andy Carroll, James Collins, who played at the mm. World Cup, I think. It was, you know, you've got some incredible Sam, players. It's Sam Hoskins. The, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Reid. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, James McLean, I think, is another. But Wigan, there's, you know, you've got some top players that are going to be playing league. And it really kind of made me go, oh, wow, geez, I didn't realise we were going to be playing against some of some of these players. So, um, look, I, I fully believe we, we can get into that mid-table part. Wherever we are in the mid-table, it'll be somewhere around there, I assume. Obviously, the team and the manager, knowing the way they are, they'll want to be much higher than that. And, you know, up in the near those playoffs, I know what Steve Evans is like, the players are like. But I think for us, a good season would be staying up, I think a fantastic season would be getting into the mid-table um, and, and really having a real solid season and making sure there's a lot of teams below us, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll come on to predictions to finish off with. The, the game a few months ago, was it April, I think it was, at Sixfields? We started off pretty well, took the lead. And then second half, I just remember you just pummeling us. And Jamie Reid obviously comes off the bench and scores. It was it seems quite inevitable to us. And I think by the end of the game, I was just thinking, just just give us the point and run. And I was really impressed with you guys' second half and the way that you changed your tactics a little bit, like you were mentioning earlier, and, and actually just went for it and went for the draw and went for the point and almost could have won the game. So it's going to be a decent game again. Two teams that will be going for it that will, like I say, want the win see it as a winnable game both teams I think um, Charles you'll be there as well mm. um, you'll be there as well I'll be there Matt you'll be there and hung over from your wild night in Northampton on a Friday night, uh, Friday you, night. You, can, you can Absolute. bet on that yeah. <laughs> You, you, you can bet. I've heard, I've heard there's a few uh, daunting nightclubs lurking around the uh, streets in Northampton. I've heard, so I don't know if I'll <laughs> well, end up at one of them. There's a few um, daunting many things lurking along the streets in Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought you were, what, Charles? That's not a very nice way to speak about Charles. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. We'll be waiting for you. <laughs> um, so, Charles, we'll come to you, come to you first prediction. Mm. Predict it. Cobbler Stevenage, first game of the season, League One. We're back. What are we going for? Do you know, until you'd um, reminded me about the reverse fixture or the fixture last year in April Mm. and how pummeled we got from what, about the 60th minute onwards, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a bit worried that that's going to be a repeat of that game, if I'm being honest. Um, I've got a feeling that because we're still nursing a few players coming back from injuries that it's going to be a case of first first 11 for the first 60 minutes and then management. Trialist D happen. comes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, trialist I. Yeah, so and at that point, I would expect a similar kind of thing to happen, really. I don't, from, from a Steve, looking at a Stevenage point of view, or looking at Stevenage, rather, I should say, I don't, I don't see them having evolved too much from what we saw last season. Obviously, you've lost a couple of players and gained a fair few Thompsons. Um, but they all very much fit into the Steve Evans mould, as you said, Matt. So I don't think we're going to be surprised by what you throw at us on Saturday. I just wonder, will we be able to withhold and withstand it towards the end of the game um so three one cobblers 
Oh, blimey. <laughs> Straight in there. I'm going, I'm going confident that we'll be, <laughs> that, uh, that, be really that, good. Uh, <laughs> do, do you know what? Do you know what? Charles was going to go for a, like a nil-nil one-one, but when I made that comment, he thought, do you know what? I think I'm going for a draw for this one. I think I'm going to go one Sem It's kind of like a repeat of what happened in, in April. I think we might take the lead. Stevenage might come into it. I think you've got a lot, Matt, I think you've got a lot of experience <clears throat> this season. Got a lot of players that like we talked about who have got a decent level of experience. They're not going to let falling behind get to them. Steve Evans definitely won't. He might tweak it again. And I just, I feel like it's going to be a little bit one of them cagey games that you sometimes get at the start of the season. We suss each other out and probably both teams both teams go away reasonably happy with with the points. I'm going to go one all. Um, but Matt, I'll come to you for yours to finish oh, off. Oh, do you know what? I love the pair of you, and I feel really bad for predicting because I. It, do, do you know what it was? It's not just you, chaps. When, when I go on podcast, they go, "Give me a score picks," and I'm like, "Oh no, I don't want to say because I feel bad." <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to like you know. Um, do you know what? So I can see it going. I, I said this to the chaps the other day. I could see a sneaky. Jamie Roll, Jamie Reed, last minute winner, one nil. But I don't know what it is. I think with the players that we've signed, the fact that they've all, well, the majority of them, the, the new players that we've signed, have been up the top of League One, trying to compete for promotion recently, uh, and a few have played Championship. I got this funny feeling that they might come out and start really fast. They, they had a really good preseason, and I don't know why, but. Oh, I don't want to say it, but go on. No, go no, on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna full back. I'm gonna go a really great three 0 win. Whoa! Whoa! Go on. I'm I love so that. sorry. No, I I'm love that because so you, sorry. You're right. You do on these on these podcasts. You do get a lot of that kind of. Oh, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to be too confident because it's going to come back and bite me in the ass. And yeah. when, when we go on other podcasts as well, we're probably similar and go, oh, you know, draw or you know, sneaky win maybe. But you've gone full blown three nil. I love that. I just, do, you know, um, do you know what? Don't it's, apologize, Matt. Don't apologize. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? It, it, it's not because we're playing you. Oh, it, like Derby, obviously, would have been. I wouldn't be on here going, oh, we're going to win 3 0 at Derby. But it's not you. I think if we played anyone else, your Carlos, your Leighton Orient, your Shrewsbury's, your, I, I just have a, I have a really good feeling about about the team coming out and having a, the first three weeks of the season having a really good start and then maybe there's a few games against your Portsmouth where we find it a bit tough because we're a new side but no, I could be completely wrong but I've got to stick with it now and I 3-0 I've got, I've got to stick I'm start- I love the Perry I didn't want to say it I didn't want to say it <laughs> sorry we won't clip that on Monday when the Cobblers have won 4-0 oh no please don't please don't <laughs> but no all good all good um, Charles thank you thank you Danny it's been an absolute pleasure what a lovely way to start the League One season. Um, it's going to be a great day on Saturday, I think, either way. It's going to be happiness. The, the, I don't think it's going to be sun, sun shining like normal um, first day of the season, but we'll all be pretty happy. Matt, we'll see. Pop down, Matt. If you're around, we'll probably be outside Carl's Bar at some point during the afternoon. So do come and say hello if you get the chance to. Yeah, definitely. Do you know, yeah. I'd love to. We're, we're, I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll be getting up at the crack of dawn uh hung over completely <laughs> the next morning so um yeah no we're um just staying just outside the st- uh, outside the uh, town center so yeah no we'll, we'll definitely come down uh yeah we're just so excited i cannot believe it's league one so yeah no i'll definitely come and have a come and have a quick beer before we uh get in the ground before before the big league one kick off yeah good stuff thank you so much matt um, remind us where we can find you on social media if we're not following you already Yes, guys. So, uh, yeah, if you're not following us, uh, Twitter at TSFC Podcast. Uh, go and follow us on Twitter. Uh, we have got a little link tree thingy, my Bob, going on. I'm really bad with the technical stuff, right? <laughs> so, a, a few of the chaps do help me out with a few things, but we're, we're getting more platforms on there. So, I think we've got stuff going out. I'm not certain. I'm going to have to double check, but I know that we've got all the stuff going out on iTunes and Amazon and things like that. So, uh, we'll be linking the platforms to that. Um, we have got, and I know that you've got Brady on tomorrow. We've got Big Steve on tomorrow. So, that's. <laughs> Yeah, big Steve. He's giving me a bit of time at two p.m. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be good to get the big man on and, and get his thoughts, kind of pre-league one kickoff this Saturday. Uh, but yeah, go and give us a follow. We're we're trying to evolve and uh, create new things, and yeah, just be a little bit creative with, with, with the things we do. So I've spent a lot of time in all the graphic designs over the summer while I've been on my uh, 
sunbedding turkey trying to understand it all. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was cool. But, yeah, no, go and give us a follow. Uh, we'll have two to three episodes out weekly throughout the season. Uh, and we're very sorry if we do your head in about being positive. We just can't believe that our Stevenage Football Club are in League One. But go and give us a follow. Yeah. I love it. Don't ever apologise about being positive. It's what football's all about, isn't it? You've got to enjoy it. You've got to enjoy it. Won't you? You yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, Danny. And uh, we've got, as I say, as a Matt, very, very well uh, plugged. We've got John Brady on the pod this week. Go back and listen to that if you get when you get a chance. Uh, last week's pod as well. Looking forward to League One. Patrons, you've got your League One preview coming up. This, um, just dropped this week. Uh, all sorts of stuff on the blog and the website as well coming up this week. So do get involved. And we'll see you on the other side of the weekend as we look back on the opening day and all the fun and games that it will bring. Get right behind the lads on Saturday and throughout the season. Let's go, League One. Let's be having it. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 